Welcome to Steeping Around, sponsored by the Maya Tea Company. I am your host, Manish Shah, and we are talking all things tea. It is a particularly auspicious week. This is our 21st show, Lucky 21. And I wanted to let uh, all of our listeners in on a little bit of a secret. When I was first approached to do this show, I sort of mapped out all the things that I wanted to talk about. And after we laid all of the things out, I kind of said, you know, I'm not sure I'm going to have more than 20 or 25 shows. I think I can cover all the material by then and give people a really good knowledge of tea. Well, we're in our 21st week. And like with all things, once you get started, you just never know where it's going to end. And I can see where I've got enough material and guests and new topics for the next couple of years. I hope you enjoy the show and stay with me for those two years because it's going to be a ton of fun. And please share your love of steeping around with others. I'm not much of a gambler. My friends do not find my aversion to Las Vegas to be a very good trait but I do know that 21 is the lucky number in blackjack, so it seems only fitting that our 21st show happens to be in the middle of our series on black tea. We are going to be talking about some of the health benefits of black tea. We'll be speaking about how to choose a good black tea and sort of match up the best kind for you, given your own preferences. And this week, we were asked a question about me taking on one of the titans in the industry. It's a funny question. You should definitely stay to listen to that. When we're talking about black tea, really we're talking about tea that has been fully oxidized. If you've been listening for the past few weeks, you are very clear on the process of oxidation. White tea and green tea have no oxidation. Oolong tea is partially oxidized and black tea is fully oxidized. Now that has some ramifications for the leaf itself. First of all, flavor. The tea leaf is deeper, it's richer, it's bolder. It also has some ramifications in terms of the caffeine. The caffeine level goes up. So the more oxidation you have, the more caffeine content the leaf will have. So black tea has the most caffeine of all types of tea. In addition, the antioxidant counts go down a little bit. As you oxidize tea, tea won't have as many antioxidants. But that doesn't mean that black tea isn't still healthy for you or that studies don't show that. First of all, I want to go on record as saying the additional caffeine is most helpful. I think it's a great health benefit that at 4 o'clock when I'm starting to get just a little drowsy from having worked all day and have to deal with my kids asking me to help them with their homework, being in an alert and engaged state of mind thanks to a little bit of caffeine from black tea is a much healthier state than being grumpy and exhausted especially given the fact that my kid has started to move into fractions so there's certain health benefits for sure by just the additional stimulants but furthermore even though the antioxidants come down there's still plenty of evidence to suggest that black tea is still good for you Rutgers University did a study that said that people who drink black tea have found that it slows cancer growth in stomach, prostate, and breast cancer. A study done at the Boston University School of Medicine showed that a doctor who took his patients and divided them up into two categories, one 
who drank plain water and the others who drank black tea showed that blood vessel functioning had improved by 50% for those who had that impaired. So black tea can help prevent heart attacks and stroke by reinforcing those arteries and improving their functioning. A study in the Netherlands shows that men who consumed three cups of black tea actually lowered their chances of dying from heart disease by almost 50%. Black tea also happens to be quite a good anti-inflammatory. And so it's good for a lot of stomach ailments. It kind of calms the stomach down and can alleviate or uh, relax the digestive system and assist with some digestive problems. You know, another thing that black tea is used for a lot is, uh, if you've ever seen those tea bags, people put the used tea bags on their eyes to relieve swelling. So it's good that way too. That's the anti-inflammatory at work. Black tea is also good for a lot of dental care. While it does stain your teeth just a little bit, it's actually quite good for cavities and for breath freshness. So indeed, drinking black tea still does bring you some antioxidants. It still brings you some of the benefits, lots of them actually. So if you are drinking black tea, do not fear. It is still a great beverage to be drinking for your health. One caveat though, if you are drinking black tea with milk in it, you are greatly diminishing its health benefits. Studies have shown that milk does not help and will actually hinder many of the health benefits associated with drinking black tea. We covered that in the question of the week uh, last week. But I wanted to reiterate, regular black tea, still very healthy. But adding a little bit of milk will certainly take that down. When we come back, I'm going to speak about what's the best black tea for you, how to choose it, what you're looking for, where to find it. And then... Do I actually take on the big titan of the industry? Stay with us and find out here on Steeping Around. <sighs> Are you tired of those groggy mornings, but coffee is wreaking havoc on your body? Good news. Tea isn't just an alternative to coffee, it's a solution all its own. Many tea varieties boast as much caffeine as coffee, with dramatically fewer side effects. Say goodbye to that dehydrating, stomach-shaking, teeth-grinding habit and say hello to Maya Tea. The Maya Tea Company blends the best quality tea leaves with subtle, tantalizing flavors like vanilla, apricot, raspberry, and many more. So whether you're in the mood for light and grassy or bold and toasty, Maya Tea has what you're looking for. <sighs> Plus, now you can save more than ever on your tea purchases. Just log on to www.mayatea.com, that's M-A-Y-A-T-E-A.com, and enter the word STEEP into the coupon code. We're back here at Steeping Around. I am your host, Manish Shah, and we are talking all things tea, specifically how to choose a great black tea for you. Black tea, by its very nature, because of the increased oxidation, just has more stuff, more strength, more caffeine, more flavor, more color. And so naturally, the people that are gravitating to black tea just want more of that stuff. And... That's really what distinguishes many of the black teas that you will find. 
Black tea is the most popular tea in Western countries, especially here in the United States. So there is a lot of it available, and it's pretty easy to find. One of the things that is really easy to spot when you're looking for black tea is the word peco or orange peco. Mostly, I've seen that word or those words used on really basic common tea bags with black tea fannings. It's not an indication of any quality, and it's available readily. But it is a strong black tea that you can buy in tea bags very, very easily. While we're on the subject of tea bags, many other companies who don't use the word orange peco or peco on their boxes will say something like English breakfast or Irish breakfast. That's an indication that they have taken a blend of tea leaves from different regions of the world, say Sri Lanka. Assam in India, maybe African teas, any number of choices. Some Chinese teas blended them together for consistency, balance, a unique flavor profile, and by blending them, they have really created something special for themselves. And put the word breakfast because if it's a blend of black tea, it's good for breakfast because there's plenty of caffeine in there. If you see the words English and Irish breakfast or any form of breakfast in the name. You know they're talking about a tea with a bit of caffeine, and oftentimes consumed with a little bit of milk and sugar, which might temper the strength. Irish breakfast a little stronger than English breakfast, but again, all breakfast teas should be bold. While we're on the subject of strength, we'll move on to loose leaf teas because that's really what differentiates many of the great. Black loose leaf teas of the world, and there are a lot of them. My favorite is Darjeeling. In fact, it probably shouldn't even be classified as a black tea. Most of the tea industry will naturally gravitate to oolongs and Darjeelings, and in fact, they're very similar. Darjeelings are the most lightly oxidized of all the teas considered black teas. In fact, some people say it looks like an oolong. It has an amazing flavor, aroma, floral. Many people use the word muscatel, although that means nothing to most people. But it's really got a very singular, amazing flavor. For those people who like their tea a little stronger, maybe a little deeper, richer in color, good floral, fruity notes, Sri Lankan, or also known as Ceylon teas, are a great choice. South Indian teas from the region. Also called Nilgiri, great, great, easy drinking, robust but still fruity and floral black teas that are great everyday use teas. From there, my favorites are some Chinese teas, particularly teas from Yunnan and Kimun. Very different. Yunnan actually has some tips in it, has kind of a peppery flavor. Kimun has a very chocolatey, really. Dark color, rich aroma, two very distinct teas from China, but both excellent, excellent individually and in blends. Great strong teas. Finally, on the strongest teas in the world, they really are from Assam, which is a region in North India as well, not far from Darjeeling, but so different in terms of the type of tea that they produce. It's also the largest growing tea growing region in the world, and they produce a really strong black tea. And that same bush has been transplanted over to Africa. So a lot of African teas, very strong. Same thing with those Assams, but 
Wow, such great flavor. And man, do they pack a punch. When you choose a loose leaf tea, several things you always want to look for. We've covered this a little bit in past shows. You're always wanting to look for evenness in the leaf. Make sure the leaves are almost all about the same sizes. You want to make sure that the tea smells good. It has a good floral aroma, that it looks all right, that when you look at the leaf, it has a good shine to it. Those three things you almost always want in virtually every tea that you're picking. In black tea, sometimes they will have some tips and sometimes they won't. That's not inherently an indication of quality, although a lot of people are looking for the tips because it creates a different flavor profile. But nonetheless, having some tips is not a problem. Having some sticks or twigs, on the other hand, is. So make sure you get teas that are all leaves and no sticks or twigs. That will ensure that you get a really, really high quality cup of tea. When we come back, I am going to answer our question of the week, which asks me to take on one of the big boys in the tea industry. Do I do it? Stick around and find out. I'll be right back here on Steeping Around. Susan, what's happening? So, um... I'm going to need you to stay a little later today. Uh, we need to play a little catch-up. If you could do that for me, that would be great. Need a little something to help you push through your workday? Forget that created in a chemistry lab 5-hour energy beverage. We've got something better. A delicious drink that will give you the jolt you need plus health benefits. This drink increases metabolism and attention span and decreases the risk of cancer, diabetes, and heart problems. Can you guess what it is? If you said tea, you're a genius. The Maya Tea Company offers a huge selection of decadent tea blends at an unbeatable price. So whether you're in the mood for something light or bold, hot or cold, Maya Tea has just what you need. And even better, you can get it right from your desk. Just log on to www.mayatea.com, that's M-A-Y-A-T-E-A.com, and save an extra 15% of your hard-earned paycheck by entering the word STEEP in the coupon code. You know, STEEP, as in steeping around. No problem getting through today. Welcome back to Steeping Around. I am your host, Manish Shah, and we are talking all things tea. We've just spent a lot of time talking about black tea. And should you have any questions, please feel free to email me. I love receiving all of your feedback and all of your questions about any of the things that we talk about our show, anything tea-related. The easiest way to get in touch with me is to send me an email via steep at mayatea.com. That's S-T-E-E-P at mayatea.com. If you would, please friend us on Facebook. We have sites for both Steeping Around as well as the Maya Tea Company. And finally, on our website at www.mayatea.com. This week's question was not sent to me, but it was actually asked of me 
when I was in Seattle about three weeks ago. I was teaching at a coffee and tea conference. And we were teaching you know, tea to a lot of coffee owners who are new to tea, just trying to get in and learn what tea really is. A lot of the same things that we kind of do here on the show. These are people who are going to open up coffee shops or who have coffee shops who want to do more, who are trying to learn more about tea. And uh, a person in the audience actually asked me the following question. Can you speak about the low quality of tea found in Lipton? And can you tell us more about how bad the tea is in tea bags? And I was kind of shocked because I'd never had anyone ask me a question or ask me to speak on another tea company and to talk about the low quality of something. It turns out actually that the person that asked the question was from another tea company, a very famous tea company that you probably know and can find in grocery stores all around. I'm not going to tell you who it is, so don't ask me. But it was very surprising that one tea company would ask me to call out another of his competitors. Ultimately, that's not what we were about. And my response to him was very simply that we do not talk about tea in terms of quality. We talk about tea in terms of preference. If you would like to have tea from Lipton or anyone else out of a tea bag, that is perfectly fine. To suggest that that tea is of the same quality as some of the other types of tea offered, especially loose leaf, that wouldn't be accurate, but that does not inherently mean that it does not bring someone a great deal of joy and a great deal of pleasure. And I reiterated that to him in front of everyone and made sure that we understood. Whatever type you choose, as long as you're enjoying it, that's the main thing. And that's what we are about and that's what the show is about, about enjoying tea and enjoying the process and learning more about tea and maybe even learning more about yourself. One of the reasons I got into the tea business in the first place is because it is, at its very core, a gentleman's business. Less so now, now that the tea has become kind of popular and there's a lot of competition and because of the economy, there's a lot of pressure on margins and there's some currency fluctuations. Things are a little bit difficult right now. But as a rule of thumb, truly tea is a gentleman's business. It's classified as a gentleman's business, which may seem a little sexist, but that's the terminology that's been often used. One of my fellow brokers had a wonderful description of what it's like to be on a tea estate. He described it as being in God's country amongst God's people. And that is really true. And we want to carry that as people who are in the industry forward to you and to say that, yes, tea is all about good things and it's all about you, your enjoyment, and your health. So please enjoy your cups and we will not be bagging on any tea company, even if most of their tea happens to be in bags. I want to thank you for joining me this week. Next week, we are going to dive into the history of tea. When we talked about white, green, and oolong teas, almost everything was based out of China. And certainly, black tea originates in China as well. But that's not the whole story. Now we're going to get to talk about the rise of tea in India, and I'm actually going to talk about the famous Sir Thomas Lipton, who I was asked to sort of call out here. 
but we're going to talk about their role in history because the history of black tea is much richer and has a, a larger span. So we're going to devote a whole show to the long and storied history of black tea. Please join me next week, and until then, enjoy Steeping Around. Steeping Around.